All right. Hello. Episode 14. Episode 14. 14. So, yeah, let's get into it. So today we're talking about a kind of um, a weird phenomenon that I think more of you might know about than you might initially think. It's geographical syndromes. All right. Now, what that means exactly, it's... um. It's kind of vague. It'll become more clear once we do the examples, but it's kind of like a certain like phenomenon or feeling that's specifically tied to like a geographical location. Mm, so um, right, yeah, we'll get it. We'll get into it, and you'll understand it. So um, all right, let's see where this goes. Okay, so first of all, I'm gonna do something that's probably quite confusing. I'm going to address something that is not an example oh, okay. of all the things we're looking right. at. Okay. It's, it's because some of you might be thinking about it. Stockholm Syndrome is <laughs> not an example of this. Anyone from Stockholm loves <laughs> anyone that kidnaps them. Well, it was it was called that because like the first kind of case of it was happened in Stockholm. Obviously, it can happen anywhere. First example of what we're talking about. So I think the quickest one, the most simple and direct, is Paris Syndrome. Yep. Okay. So What's that? Quite, it's quite a popular one. It's something that mainly affects Japanese tourists. And what happens <laughs> is that they... Uh, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing at that? We're not going to attack them, are we? No. Oh, okay. We just, <laughs> Unless you want we, to. We, oh, yeah, we can. We'll find a way. <laughs> we normally find a way. So, Paris Syndrome, yeah, it happens to Japanese tourists, and basically they have this expectation of Paris in their mind. Yeah. Where it's all like, you know, old movies. It's like a sexy woman in a fancy hat and, like, yeah. shades, sitting in an outside cafe in the sun, sipping an espresso, red lipstick on, and, you know... People think that's what Paris is going to be like. Okay. And you get there and it's, it's just kind shit. of just really shit. <laughs> it's really dirty. Isn't like it really dirty or something? Like they have a yeah. really bad like sort of litter problem or like yeah. something like it's... that. There's a lot of graffiti I've heard or something like that. It's not good. I've heard it's not I've, very good. I, I've, this is a rare one where I've actually been to it. It's not good. Like obviously I didn't get this Paris syndrome thing, but like you I got went there. with the intention of it being shit. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I I knew it was going to be like overhyped, but like yeah, I, get I didn't think it was going to be that fucking <laughs> shit. Like literally, the the Eiffel Tower, it's just in a field, just near some houses. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing to it. What did you expect? I don't know. I thought there'd be like a whole thing around it where there's like. I don't know, some in thematic consistency or something. It's actually just one of their pylons, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, it seems like that. And like the Arc de Triomphe, there's just cars driving around. It's just a road that literally yeah. goes all the way around what? it. Yeah, what, what's... Com- I didn't... Th- Why are people surprised by that? I thought... Well, it's just, you'd think that it'd just have its own space, that it'd be important enough to just the, have... what that Arc de Triomphe is. I don't know. It's not good, that's all I know. It doesn't sound very triumphant, does it? It's not, it's the opposite. Whatever the opposite of a triumph is. A failure. failure, possibly. There you go, two people said it's true. Arc de failure. <laughs> right, so to get back to this. Right. So I think this mainly affects Japanese people. It's because, like, 
as like Westerners and like Europeans specifically, you kind of like know about Paris just by proximity. Like everyone kind of probably knows someone that's been to Paris. Yeah. And everyone that's been to Paris knows that it's shit and will tell you that it's yeah, shit. Nobody's... And if they say anything different, they haven't been. Like, <laughs> no, one, no one's no gone chance. to Paris and come back and come like, oh, it was magical. <laughs> no one's done that. <laughs> Unless they specifically, like, avoided the city centre. <laughs> and at which point, like, what can you possibly have seen other than, like, a fucking train station? Disneyland, Disneyland I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they go. And they have this fantasy of what it's going to be like. Yeah. And it's so much different and it's so much worse <laughs> that, like, this starts to, like, affect them, like, physically. <laughs> like, they genuinely will, like, start having, like, crazy, like, delusions no and hallucinations and, like, <laughs> get ins- ill and get sick and, like, have headaches and shit like that. That's insane. <laughs> that doesn't exist, surely. It does. And it's, oh. like... It's not even a thing of their making it up just for retweets <laughs> or somewhere. It's um, what they call psychosomatic symptoms where they basically exist in your mind and it's nothing that can be like proven or found medically. But right. it still does exist. It's basically your your brain is just forcing you to do that on its own. <laughs> And it, it, I guess it can't it's help It's like your it. brain's just like, this isn't what we wanted. This isn't what yeah. we expected. That's why like a lot of the people that actually suffer from it are usually quite like impressionable people. What are you trying to say about the Japanese people? I think maybe it's... <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's not all Japanese people and there is actually still some debate actually whether it's, it is actually real. But um, I, I think it's probably a thing. And yeah. It's not just some people making some shit the, up. The Japanese but... don't seem like liars, do they? They seem like honourable people. I think it's more Japanese because one, they're like quite big on the tourist thing. And yeah, they are massive on the tourist unlike, thing. Unlike the Westerners, like we kind of have like quite a bit of an idea of what Paris is going to be like. We we don't expect that much from it. I think they expect <laughs> a lot from I it. I do feel like they overreact though. <laughs> Paris Syndrome is definitely an overreaction, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like I mean, quite a big I've observed a fair number of, like, Japanese and, you know, Asian people. And they do oh, overreact. Oh, <laughs> They do. I, I'm not being racist. I'm just saying, like, they do overreact. Like, really? in the majority, yeah. There's been, like, bit, like I've done made, like, very small mistakes and they make, like, a massive fuss over it. It's like, I mean, I'm sorry. I've not really had that, to be honest. I just find that they take forever to eat. <laughs> they do, don't they? Such so a they long eat time. such small, small, tiny bites. <laughs> have you ever seen one drink? This is getting bad. Saw, we can't right, say, no, have you no, ever no, seen no. one? I, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen a Japanese person drink? I was in a bar once and they ordered one drink between both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halfed it that. into each glass and then still took as long as it would take me to drink a pint of beer. It was like a tiny little cocktail and deal. It's like, oh, oh. All right. Oh, whoa. That's definitely racist. It's not. <laughs> it's the noise they were making. I won't go like, oh. Well, you have now, aren't you? <laughs> but yeah, Paris, it's shit and... You know, it's it's that shit. It literally makes people sick. <laughs> <laughs> literally, when I went, 
on the, the Eiffel Tower and there's just those lucky-looky guys everywhere that you see in, like, Tenerife and stuff where they try and sell you, like, fake Rolexes and shit. They literally have them hanging about. I was there on my own and tried selling me roses and I was like... No, your demographic. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, man, on my own in a field. Why would I buy a rose right now? <laughs> right, next one. Yep. India syndrome. Ooh. There you go. So, obviously, this relates to India. Is this where you just get dysentery from being in the country or? No. Oh, worse. Okay. <laughs> What's worse than so, dysentery? <laughs> so, essentially, this is just some kind of like massive super like culture shock thing okay where it's like you you might be familiar with this kind of trope of where it's like basically white people and they're just like oh man our society is so oh everyone just cares about like money and yeah yeah, yeah stats yeah. and numbers classic and white, stuff sp- just, classic white woman called fucking bethany you know, white man as well, where they're just like, dude, I just oh, want to white man chill with out dreadlocks. With... Yeah, 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 the white guy with the dreadlocks. He's like, I just want to chill out and smoke a bowl. <laughs> smoke a bowl. Share a bowl with some chill dudes. <laughs> just really unwind and just put the world to rights. Put the world to rights. Yeah, that kind of shit. And then it's oh. like, yeah, the only way I can achieve this is just by going to India because they're obviously cool with all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they go and, I don't know, they probably take a fucking meditation class or something and say, <laughs> say it changed their lives. Yeah. Yeah, so they, so they get into all this you know, meditation. Reckon and, they've reached enlightenment. Yeah, they'll probably smoke some weird shit, like experience Indian culture a bit. Yeah. Through the lens of a well-off white man. <laughs> yeah. And um, the India syndrome kicks in and they think they've achieved some kind of higher plane and some of them will genuinely feel like they're some kind of like a god or they have like superpowers or something. Because they've what? reached some kind of enlightenment or something like that, what? and they genuinely feel like that. <laughs> apparently, the cure—the cure for it—is just to get them out of India. <laughs> you just get them out and take them out. That's the only way you can do it. <laughs> oh, what? Why? The, an interesting part of this is that. Um, there's uh, this guy called uh, Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. Yeah. And he's basically like this. <laughs> he's like a guy and he just has this huge. He's like a guy. He has this like huge empire of just all stuff. Like if there's any kind of money business that you can own, like he has it. And his main thing is that he does this thing called transcendental meditation, which. I'm not going to go into massively because honestly, it can probably have its own episode. It's ridiculous where you basically just meditate and you go into this trance and, you know, it's the whole achieve a higher plane and cast out negativity. Right. Oh, man, he wants to get it into like schools in the West. (laughs) I'm not going to go into it too much. Please don't. He's a cult leader. That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) He runs a cult. (laughs) It's definitely a cult, isn't it? Obviously, it's a cult. (laughs) 
<laughs> so yeah, these people that go to India and they'll fucking pay two grand for this fucking <laughs> yoga class and think they're fucking woke and just treat everyone like a dick just to hey. just hey, a well, neurotic piece of you shit. You speak to me like that, man. I've been to the Taj Mahal. <laughs> I did a fucking child pose outside on the fucking lawn. <laughs> I've, been, I've been to the Delhi River. You can't talk to me like that. I'm enlightened. I'm, I'm what wanker. these poor people call a god. <laughs> fucking drainer. That bad that, like, this guy that I was talking about, the, uh, the Beatles did the whole thing of, um, oh, we're so rich and famous. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's exhausting. We need to go to India and chill. And then they've um, spoke to this guy and they were meditating with him and some shit. And he's then... still alive, this guy. And even, even no, though he's... he's dead. He's dead oh, now. Oh, thank God. No, this is like back in the... 60s. 60s, 70s, maybe. I'm just glad like he's that. dead. But... Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, they went over and they were like, having a good time with this guy and they were like so super inspired and stuff. And then the sexual assault allegations came out <laughs> on this on this um, guy, this Maharishi guy. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. <laughs> and then the they... Beatles were just like, <laughs> he touched me. <laughs> not not on the Beatles, but they, I think it was somebody else that maybe some other people in the cult that he was sexually abusing. Allegedly. <laughs> <The cult. laughs> allegedly, there's nothing that to stick but this man's so fucking rich i imagine he could sell anything yeah. out of court I assume check. So, yeah. so it could possibly be true but you know i did like 20 minutes of research so i don't know anything <laughs> but what i'm trying to say is <laughs> even the beatles saw that and just went oh we're going home like, that's that's too much if that if that's too much for a bunch of pretentious pricks like the beatles then this guy must be a fucking we've, arsehole we've got we've got our sitar we're gonna go back to england <laughs> A bad impression, wasn't it? Not that bad. One <laughs> <laughs> thing I do want to play. What? <laughs> is, uh, so that Maharishi guy's dead, but yeah. there's a guy called David Lynch now. <laughs> who oh, I've heard of this be... guy. Yeah, all right, you've actually heard of him. I don't know I've why, but heard I've, I've heard like, his name. He basically does everything, but I think he got famous like as an American film director or something. Yeah. And now he runs this um, transcendental... Cult. The cult, he runs the cult. Yeah, basically, yeah. he's like yeah. the, the top guy in the in the cult. <laughs> fucking incredible video that I watched on it. Yeah, because well, I was going a bit deep into this rabbit hole. I was like, I need, I need to stop. You like, need to pack this, it in. This is not what this video is about. But <laughs> but I, I tried you went to into watch... a rabbit hole. We had an hour long <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you can't go into rabbit holes. Right, this is literally the last thing, but it's that All good. Right. I have to. All right. Let me find it. Yeah, this is a YouTube video that I watched, yeah. and it was David Lynch explaining transcendental med oh, meditation. It was like 16 minutes long, and I put it on 1.5 speed, and I still couldn't do it. But the way <laughs> this video opens is absolute fucking magic. This is a donut. It is very sweet and very good. That's it. That's all you need. <laughs> man's like on the video he just stood there and he's got this black and white filter over the entire video <laughs> trying to make it look serious or something <laughs> and it's so far away you can't even see the fucking donut 
And this man, I've never heard of him. And I just popped that video on. That's the first impression I ever got of that man. This is a donut. <laughs> Fucking arsehole. That's worse than sexual. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. <laughs> Why? This, this is a donut. <laughs> fucking little shit eater. video just fucking nonsense oh, like that. God, you can, There's just so many points where he's just he's doing a stupid diagram, <laughs> and he's just you can see the the, the, the leaps around that he's making <laughs> on this stupid. I can't even explain it. He can't even fucking explain it. <laughs> He just keeps, and like he's got this habit where he'll like he'll say something, oh. and then he'll just list like ten oh, synonyms God. for it. And he's like, "Yeah, you need to cast out this negativity, fear, hate, dread," and he'll just keep <laughs> listening. And you're like, "Shut up! We get what you're saying. We fucking understand. Bad, bad thing." <laughs> you get it? on the whole video <laughs> and he's just sat in a chair while some people are filming him and staring Ooh. at him oh, and they try and humanize him by being like they ask him the first question and he's like oh oh are we rolling and they've got that classic camera setup where it's like one camera filming the other camera filming them and it's meant to be like oh this is behind the scenes <laughs> just a chewed out <laughs> chat with david lynch like shut the fuck up who can take that bastard seriously <laughs> fucking cult motherfucker oh that's amazing right moving on because we have to oh, thank you we've got um up given head syndrome also known as resignation syndrome. Okay. So this one, this one's crazy. This one okay. is like the most nuts out of all of them, I think. <laughs> fucking hell. So well, this one is... Um, <laughs> that, that one's mad just because of fucking idiot David Lynch. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this one's good because... Well, I mean, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it relates just to Sweden... But unlike the other ones, there's not really any reason it relates to Sweden. Right. And um, to describe it, it's basically the specific scenario of a child after they're told that they're going to get <laughs> deported from Sweden. I'm they then go about to... the donut. <laughs> we need a minute after the donut. <laughs> Sorry, go on. All right, I'll restart this section. <laughs> Just... <laughs> this is a donut. It is very sweet. <laughs> Who the fuck does he think he is? Literally, what like what he goes on to explain oh. in that analogy is he just says this is a donut. It's really sweet. It's nice, but transcendental medicate meditation is better. <laughs> That's all he says. It's <laughs> literally all he does. All right, I'm sorry. Go on. We need to carry on. Right, so we've got. <laughs> We're gonna need a minute out here. So fucking donut. Oh, I'm alright. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Grey donut. <laughs> Looks fucking mint, mate. This is a donut. <laughs> Are you sure it's better than that? It's beautiful, mate. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'll explain it. Mm -hmm. The syndrome, basically, is what happens to a child in the specific scenario that they have 
moved out of their country to seek asylum in Sweden, then have been told that they and their family are being deported from Sweden. They then get depressed and then go into a coma-like state for months or years and will only come out of the state when they're told that they are not actually getting deported. Like, how fucking nuts <laughs> is that? It's like, it almost sounds fake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does. It sounds very fake. Fucking, but start like, calling it fucking Maddie McCann syndrome. Whoa, what? What has this got to do with Madeline McCann? Fake, isn't it? Oh, that's a nuclear uh, they take. Ah, uh, they, cu- they killed her, mate. <laughs> <laughs> they, they killed her. Let's not be coy. Oh, that is not what we're diving into today. All right. I'm staying away from that. I know what next episode's going to be about. Fucking piping hot take. <laughs> okay, I don't need this blanket around me anymore after that. <laughs> go on, sorry. Right. Go on. So, yeah, these kids go into a coma-like state. Right. And um, the syndrome hasn't been around or been studied, like, that long so people don't know too much about it Mm -hmm. to be honest that's kind of like the same with all of this and because it's such like a weird thing and it's like a psychological thing it's difficult for like medical professionals to get any kind of grip on it I don't know I don't know if you know this but how many people has this happened to so with the case studies from the article I read there was four in the case study Wow, but there's like definitely more than that that's insane I think I think I read something somewhere. It said like around ten a year or something. It's a good like way that. of getting out like bad news, though, isn't it? Ah, just pretending you're asleep. Ah, okay. You won't feel the gun. So like, so obviously these kids go into comas and wake up when they're being deported. So like you say, it does sound kind of suspicious, like that. Yeah. So there's been quite a few theories as to how it could possibly happen. Because the thing is, like, these kids have been seen by medical professionals and it does actually appear to be like, yeah, you know, they are in this state. But when examined, there's nothing physically wrong with them. Right. It's like the other one we talked about where there's nothing physically wrong, but there is something psychologically there that is, like, manifesting itself in such a way that it's actually having physical symptoms. Yeah. So it seems like this is that. But at the same time, like, why... Does that only happen in Sweden? Like, I suppose this... Sweden's like one of like the it's supposed to be like the best country to live in, isn't it? It's, it's well, mad. yeah, that, that's that's one of the things people say is yeah. that it's so nice, and especially for refugees, like they treat them like so well, and they're always like really conscious about like you know how much they're doing for like refugees yeah. and stuff. So it's meant to be like the best place for them. But to be honest, to a refugee, I feel like any place that isn't the place that they're in is the best yeah. place. It's like <laughs> they're going like, to move, get moved into Grimsby and be like, this is actually fucking shit. <laughs> Should we just go back? Yeah. <laughs> this is my, it's just the <laughs> one war zone to the next, isn't it? So we... <laughs> it just fucking looks the same, doesn't it? <laughs> it's not even a... Yeah. It's not even a fucking beach. You know, that's a mouth of a river. (laughs) It's not the sea. It's fucking just brown as well. Get Dingy out. We're off back. (laughs) Fucking Yeah, so the the country's well regarded. So obviously being told you have to move back, like, is, is worse. But I feel like the news of 
knowing that you're being deported isn't necessarily bad because you're moving away from somewhere good. It's because you're moving away back into somewhere where your life is in danger. Yeah, of course. And no matter whether you're moving from Grimsby or Sweden, (laughs) you're still moving back to somewhere where your life's in danger. I mean, Grimsby, your life's in danger anyway. So (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you. They're all racist there, aren't they? Let's be honest. Yeah, probably. (laughs) But yeah, so I guess there is a bit, more of a stark change there but i feel like that's that's not a big enough difference to make kids go into comas yeah like that doesn't seem right there's also another thing of how a lot of these refugees that come over they will come from places where like they're they're like really tight with their family and like one really tight unit yeah so like one of the kids will sort of like subconsciously tell themselves that they have to sort of do this thing to themselves to like sacrifice themselves for the oh, sake of the family that's weird. because then when they go into this state the family go oh we want to appeal so we don't get deported because my kid's in a coma and they're like all right you can stay and then they go back to the kid and they're just like it worked and then the kid wakes up obviously it's not as like rapid <laughs> as that or anything but like he drops down that's one theory but that's, yeah, that's also pretty radical i guess yeah i, I guess it like could be a combination of the two could be but, like um, just the sheer fear of moving back as well i suppose you never know do you yeah but it, again right, i'm sorry strange <laughs> that it's just sweden it's just Why? Sw- swedish swedish like sort of people come up like sorry i'm deporting you um we found you another place though. Yeah. Uh so you're going to England. Oh fuck. No, 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 it's fine. Um it's a little seaside town. Oh no. Yeah. Um it's called Grimsby. Oh, he's got Grim in the name. That can't be good. <laughs> can't be good. By the way, don't be fooled by the beach. It's the mouth of a river. My son's in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Um I, I guess I guess you can stay for a bit. Have you heard that? You said we can stay. Oh, it's not a coma anymore. Oh, you're getting but deported. But no, you, you did already say we can stay, yeah, though. I know, you but already only... said it. Yeah, but only you while... Can't, you can't just take it back. He's going to mm. go in a coma again. All right. Do you want that responsibility on you? I don't think so. We're staying. All right. I suppose that's all right. Thanks. Right, that's that. I that's think that's exactly how it goes. Probably actually really kind of... Offensive to refugees, but possibly. <laughs> that, to be fair, though, my next point was it does raise questions on whether it's actually fucking real or not. I mean, to be fair, it does. Because it's so convenient. Yeah, of course it, it is. It's the most convenient thing ever. It is very convenient. Also, I don't want to take away from those refugees. Obviously, they've come from like horrible places. And I just want to make one thing straight. Like, I don't mind refugees coming into... Even, like, our country, I really don't mind refugees coming into our country. I don't mind refugees getting going to any country that's yeah. not their own because there's a reason they're leaving. You know, there's a reason they're yeah. risking their life. To yeah, the, the way I get see out. it is that anyone, especially the people that like are against refugees and stuff, if they were in the same situation, they would definitely move out of there. Yeah, of course. It's yeah. like you just go, oh, I mean, look what how about many... if these people in this other country don't want us there because of whatever arbitrary yeah. racist reason? We better stay here, even though it's dangerous and we might actually die. Nobody's gonna do that. Look how many especially people try to get out of Grimsby. The... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> swimming, swimming, fucking 
that bit of ocean between Grimsby and uh, that other town that's over at River from him. Um, right, but this leads us onto the final, and what I think is definitely the most credible theory. Okay. So obviously you wouldn't have been able to tell this because you haven't had the information. But um, there was a whole piece from the New Yorker that this investigative journalist did where she'd spoke to a lot of the families of the people that had kids that had gone into this. Mm-hmm. And what she'd found out, out of the four kids that had gone into comas, all of them before they'd gone into comas had seen other kids that had gone into comas for the exact same reason. Oh, so they've all okay. seen it. And it's subconsciously gone into their mind. That it worked, yeah. I suppose. Okay. So it kind of... And that would is the only real one to me that explains why it would be in Sweden. Because people in Grimsby aren't seeing other people <laughs> do that because people haven't done it. They just see people stab other so, people and just get involved. That's all they do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mob mentality, isn't it? It's all them comas are. It's just mob mentality. So, yeah, How old seems, are these kids, by the way? Um... It kind of just seems like any age between maybe like five and like 16 or oh, something. Right, just, okay. They are younger. And uh, yeah, they'll have cases as well where like multiple kids in the same family will do it. But like all Weird. of the ones that this woman had spoke to had interacted and like known or see, definitely seen yeah. other kids that had done it. So it definitely seems like... Um, I mean, I read some of it, like, not too long ago, and it was like, if you sit in a room and convince yourself that you are ill and just keep convincing yourself that you are, like, you're getting ill, your brain will start giving you, like, like, false symptoms. So it'll just be like, actually, you are getting a bit of an headache, mate. You are right. You are actually feeling a bit hot. You'll start feeling yourself, and you'll genuinely feel like you're getting hotter. And, like, you'll start feeling like, like, it's, it's like you're overreacting, but, yeah, it happens to people. Yeah, you, like and I suppose your brain can make yourself do anything yeah, pretty of course, much. Yeah. It's in control of everything. Like whether it's subconscious or not, I imagine it is subconscious with a lot of these. Yeah, but... I can imagine I can't imagine these kids are maliciously going into comas so they don't get deported. <laughs> I mean, how could you even do that? Like <laughs> Okay, next one. This one is just it's, it's not that big, it's just a bit fucking dumb. It's called Florence syndrome. And to be honest, it's not strictly in Florence, but in it's basically Italy, Florence. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I thought I was just being stupid. So it's proper <laughs> stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is Italy. Yeah, that's all right. Um, so, yeah, the point of it is that Florence has got a lot of like great art with like big historic backgrounds. Yeah. And these young, subjective, jet lagged art people will go to these museums and they get so overwhelmed by what this. No, in fact, sorry. They don't do that. The, the the paintings are just magical and they've got some kind of ancient renaissance power and will just Fucking give them hell. headaches and shit. No, t- people you what, get that... overwhelmed because they're so <laughs> fucking into art that they're just like, I can't believe I'm looking at an actual painting by Leonardo da Vinci and they'll pass out. No, what 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 you're suffering from there is exhaustion. <laughs> you've got you, you, you're exhausted and you're in a very hot country. One, that is what's wrong. One man had a fucking heart attack. <laughs> He's just looking at a painting. Did he a die? Fucking heart attack. I don't know. I don't think so. I uh, think they would have. That would have been a good stupid death, wouldn't it? That would have been a brilliant, that would have been a brilliant. death. Yeah. Anyway, it's f- fucking load of shit. These people are just. 
that fucking into art, apparently, yeah. that they just fucking get overwhelmed and just they just get some kind of sensory overload and pass out or something like <laughs> you fucking imagine if I I don't know, just went went to a fucking gig see John Mayer and I just fucking died. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, no but oh, it's so good I'm dead. No <laughs> at one Elvis um uh concert, I think they they actually had people like an ambulance on standby <laughs> and like paramedics to just cart people away when they were fainting That's and like mean. take them to the back of the hall and just like imagine paying all that money up. just to be like fucking oh yeah i was Missing going to see elvis oh yeah how was it i literally got in as soon as he walked on stage before he even got to the mic <laughs> passed out in fact no he got to the mic going <laughs> passed out <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Brown. <laughs> so it is, isn't it? It's basically the same person. He's not as cool as Johnny Bravo, he is, he? is he? Let's fucking be honest. Johnny <laughs> Bravo didn't fucking let himself go 20 years that line, did he? <laughs> didn't die on shitter, did he? Is that true? I don't care. I, I don't like, care. I feel like people, that was one of the rumors where people kept trying to add stuff to it. It's like, oh, he had a heart attack. Oh, shit. He had a heart attack on the toilet. Whoa, oh, whoa. He was eating an apple. Oh. <laughs> he, was he was eating an apple. He was Shit was halfway out his ass. <laughs> he was on the phone with Barack Obama. <laughs> he a was young actually, boy at the time. <laughs> he, was, he was actually practicing a uh, type of yoga. No, was... <laughs> don't bring the yoga back into it. Don't bring Rasheem. Rasheem. He was, he was chatting to his mate Rasheem. Seems racist now because we've got his name wrong, but I've genuinely forgot his name. <laughs> oh, we can't have that, can we? We can't have Rasheem. <laughs> Fucking hell, I just took your word for it. Rishi. Oh, Rishi. It's something Rishi, I can't remember. Oh, I don't care. We've got to take most he's of that. He's a prick. Out. It's not racist if he's a knobhead. <laughs> That's not true. He's dead. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he's a cult leader. Racism doesn't Why exist if they're team? dead. <laughs> he's just what? A it's like me turning around and just calling like... Right, it wasn't meant to be racist. <laughs> I just actually forgot his name. Yeah, but you said it's not racist if he's dead. That's like me calling some like, I don't know, fucking Martin Luther King the N-word. Do you know what I mean? No, because yes, Martin Luther it's King the exact good. He did good stuff. You didn't just charge people money for yoga lessons. Ah, uh, key that. <laughs> right. Anyway. Does that mean I can call Hitler like a crow? I don't like think anyone's bothered if you're racist to white people, are they? <laughs> Let's be honest. No well, one's I bothered. Feel like, I feel like the only white people that are protected are Jewish people. I feel like... Yeah, feel they, like they're, they're quite... Been, <laughs> they're <laughs> they've had their time, haven't they? Awesome. Do nothing but God in this world. Oh, Christ. Right, go on. Oh, last bad Jewish person you've heard of? Um, the guy who wrote Two and a Half Men. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, my God. That is such like a fucking Jay Leno joke. I don't even watch Jay Leno. Ray, Ray like Romano is the number one, if you're interested. <laughs> oh, what? That's not fair. Nobody loves Ray. <sighs> See what you did there. Thank you. <laughs> You almost got me to say it. <laughs>
<laughs> always found that a bit racist. What? That he had a show called Everybody Loves Raymond, and then the black kid had Everybody Everyone Hates, hates Chris. Chris. It's fucking <laughs> racist. Yeah. Best Jewish guy wrote that, much, didn't yeah. he? Racist. I'll take it back. <laughs> Also it. racist that I just assumed that all Jewish people are at all sitcoms. <laughs> <laughs> so much racism, fuck! Oh, we need to come. We, said we need we... to stop calling ourselves racist. If we just said these things, <laughs> it might actually be funny, but then we just keep going like, that was racist, we're racist. We just keep announcing our racism. Every time people say they're sorry for something, just do it again instantly. <laughs> <laughs> right. The next thing we say that can be xenophobic, we're just we're not saying it's racist. Say xenophobic, it doesn't sound as bad. <laughs> it just <laughs> just sounds like you're scared of them, doesn't it? Yeah. It's Man. Just... Ah! Fucking <laughs> 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 uh, Right. Back to the Florence syndrome. Right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, again, it's just another case of these people believing in something so much it manifests as a physical ailment and they fucking have a brain hemorrhage or some bollocks. It's just, you know, a wise man once told me that everything in life can be divided into two categories, based and cringe. Who and was this, this man? is big mega papa cringe. <laughs> Florentino, big mega papa cringe. All right, game. You got a coin? No, I'm skinned. What? You can have a coin. The coin's not like... Oh, I might do, actually. Muller, is it? All right. Heads or tails? Tails. Hang on. Heads. Oh, fuck. You lost the game. Oh, is that it? That's the game. Oh, brilliant. (laughs) Cool, <laughs> caught me a game this week, so I thought I'd at least caught me a joke. <laughs> I think uh, I think I'm all right to leave it there. You know, I think that's it. That's all I think I've got you've, to say. you've given me quite a lot of information. It's quite a lot to process. We've been quite rough. Even though the even though the episode hasn't called for it, we found not, a way to get a bit yeah, to I, get a bit dark. <laughs> All right, um, I guess we'll see you in the next episode. See you for episode fifteen. We will. We have an Instagram which is at Let's See Where This Goes cast, and we're also on Facebook at um, just Let's See Where This Goes. Um, you can search on us both. We put promo up there. I think we're going to start yeah. doing some videos and stuff probably because we're looking at doing some actual like audio and visual promo yeah because you want um, to see us yeah you obviously. do want to see us look at that you can only, you can only hear us in a minute exactly you can't see our faces um so yeah i guess we'll see you in the next episode see you later see in a bit i'll do all right so we've had reports that you are living in sweden illegally and that you actually need to be deported back to grimsby Nothing That's, we can do about it. There's, there's some mistake. I'm from I'm from Sweden. You're not. Listen to you. You I'm are from, not. You can't send me back there. You, you don't, don't know yeah. what it's like. It's, we live by a fucking river. That sounds You know what it's like living by a river that smells of shit and piss? I, I don't. I'm, it's I, awful. You can't send me back there. It's over my head. You've got to... It's you've awful. Gotta, you just have uh, to. I, you, oh...
Why, why are you on the floor? Why aren't you moving? Are you pretending to be in a coma so you can stay? You can't, no, just anyone can do that. Only kids can do that. I can see your eyes are open. You're going back to Grimsby.